Are you a mouth-breathing Trump supporter who thinks violence is okay to protect democracy? Or are you a woke white Karen who thinks violence is okay to protect democracy? Coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. So I'm listening to the NPR Politics Podcast. Uh, There's an NPR Ipsos poll that they did to ask people about January 6th. So let's talk about some numbers. Okay, so 70% of Americans think that, in quote, quote, the country is in crisis and failing. And 60% think that the democracy is in crisis and failing. Now, this is all Americans. Anyways, I think that's just stupid. Like, you know, if you did a poll like that in some shithole African country or Honduras or something, and 70% of the people there said that their country was in crisis and failing, well, they'd be right. In America, we just get you know, riled up over whatever. We get riled up over our political stuff, and so we think we're in crisis and failing when we're not. Like, I've been making a grocery list, and I'm going to go grocery shopping tomorrow. Is any so-called crisis or failure going to stop me at the grocery store? Like, absolutely not. Like, are you, dear listener, going to not go to work tomorrow so you can go out and buy a gun because it's going to be the zombie apocalypse? No, you're going to go to work. And, you know, people are not stupid. People are not stupid at all. The general public is not stupid. So, you know, in crisis and failing, like, what does that mean? It's just kind of a vague thing. If you ask them, like, oh, do you think the economy is going to fall apart and you're going to lose your job? It wouldn't be 70% of Americans saying yes. All right, well, let's move on to the breakdown. All right, so he doesn't give the Democrat one. The Democrat must be, like, about 50% of Democrats think that democracy is at risk. And 80% of Republicans think that democracy is at risk. And about half of Republicans think that the election was stolen, you know. You know which one. So, I mean, like, I don't think the election was stolen. I think, whatever. The amount of voter fraud is was not nearly enough to change the results of, of any election that I've heard of. But, you know, like this NPR show, they're just, they're just saying the, the lie. They're just saying the word lie and the word false just like over and over. Like every time they say like, oh, 55% of Republicans believe this lie. 20% of Republicans believe this false thing. Anyways, you can see, you can see who they hate. But uh, I had to look, I wouldn't looked it up or, or whatever. It came to my attention that there was some poll maybe a few years ago back when Russiagate was going on. You remember that thing? Trump was illegitimate because Russia, whatever, swayed the election towards him. And at least at one point, 85% of Democrats thought that Russia, I'm not going to say that they, they didn't think that they stole the election, but they thought they had a significant, whatever, significant, they were a significant influence on what got Donald Trump elected. And that all turned out to be a lie. So, you know, if NPR was good, they'd be like, uh, these... Republicans believe this lie and be like, yeah, and you know, and, and to be fair, a few years ago, all the Democrats believe this other lie. But of course, they don't mention that part. And also, uh, you know, Donald Trump, he didn't directly cause that riot, but, you know, what a necessary, it was necessary, but not sufficient. Anyways, if he hadn't gone around saying that he won... I mean, basically, you know, he's a crazy person. He can't understand that he could ever lose at something. He just, he thinks he is wonderful. He really, really thinks he's great. 
And if he hadn't said that, there probably wouldn't have been no riot. But on the other hand, you know, there's going to be no smoking gun where he told people to go riot, because he didn't. But to steal a man the other side of that argument, well, first off, so Hillary Clinton, she said the election was stolen from her after she lost to Donald Trump. So, you know, it's not unheard of for that kind of thing to happen. But here's the steel man. No one wanted to listen to Hillary, and no one liked her enough to go do any rioting over it. And, you know, no one could have predicted that riot. I mean, that's why they didn't have enough cops there to stop the riot. But, uh, I guess, whatever, if you're as popular as Donald Trump, I mean, there's no way he's going to be careful about anything. But he should have been more careful with what he said, because he's very popular. And Hillary Clinton, she can say whatever the hell she wants, because no one likes her. And the other thing is, so, you know, Democrats generally, I mean, a lot of Republicans too, but Democrats generally believed the conspiracy theory that, uh, you know, cops are killing unarmed black men, which that caused 500 riots. Let's, 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 let's uh, remember why that is a conspiracy theory. So every race is killed proportional. Every race, the unarmed civilians of every race are killed proportional to the amount of violent crime that that race commits. Like, for instance, blacks commit 33% of violent crime, and blacks are 33% of unarmed civilians killed by police. Hispanics are like 18 and 19, whites are 46 and 42, and I forget what the... They have an other category, but it has, it has roughly similar numbers that you hear there. Like maybe 6 and 4 or something. But anyways, that makes that a conspiracy theory, and so... Whatever, that was a lot of riots. That was a lot, that was 500 riots. That's 500 times as many riots based on that conspiracy theory. But let's do a little more steel manning of the other side of the argument. There wasn't like a Democratic politician, you know, Joe Biden. I guess we'll say Joe Biden even though he wasn't president. It wasn't like Joe Biden said, hey everyone, cops are killing unarmed black civilians. It's a massacre. It's a genocide. Like, it would have been nice. You know, I wonder if he ever... I bet he did say something or other back in the day. I'd like, to, I'd like to know. I'd like to know how close he came to saying something like that. It's a genocide. But anyways, it wasn't because some Democrat politician said something that we got 500 riots. That was, uh... It was more organic. I mean, it's caused by the media and academia and social media, but there's no single person. So, yeah. So the steel man is Donald Trump. You can put, you can kind of, you can say this one person on this, cause this, this one person had a significant contribution to helping this one riot, whereas all the other riots, you can't really pin any of them on a single politician. All right, so I want to bring in a little clip from uh, Mara Liason. She's one of the NPR ladies, and she was always my favorite one on there. Like she's not woke. So I guess that was why I liked her, but, you know, maybe being woke is a little different than hating Republicans and hating because of January and, you know, using January 6th as a, and Trump as a weapon to just, you know, beat your enemies over their head. Anyways, I just want you to, I'm going to play this clip and I just want you to hear like the, just the absolute detestation, just the, just how low, how freaking low she thinks, you know, this quarter of America, these, you know, this whatever it is, 50 million, 40 million people, just how absolutely low and detestable they are. Evidence, facts, reality doesn't matter. We have one party that's just not reality-based, that as long as Donald Trump tells them the lie that he, the election was stolen from him, they're going to believe that. A party that only believes in the legitimacy of an election result if they win. 
and I don't think, I mean, whatever, you can hear, she just hates them. Um, and I don't think Mara Eliasson was pushing the uh, Russiagate conspiracy theory hoax that was, you know, basically was the Democrat equivalent of this. Like, Hillary should have won. It's Russia, you know, it's only because of Russia is Trump president. He's illegitimate. Anyways, NPR people, I wonder if any of them know the truth. I, I, they probably don't know the truth. But either either you can't say the truth and be like, oh, yeah, we did the same thing. Or whatever, Democrats did the same thing. Either you can't say that or you keep your mouth shut. But even more than that, right, it's like the media. Why did, why did Democrats believe a conspiracy theory about Russia? Well, it's because the media you know, fed them misinformation day after day, month after month, year after year. I think they did it for like three years. Three years of constant misinformation from the media about Russia and Trump. But anyways, reporters, what, journalists, journalists have no freaking clue <laughs> when they're the, they're the baddie. Like there's a funny uh, skit, I don't know, it's from some British TV show, comedy show. If you just look up, are we the baddies? And, uh, it's basically, it's like a couple Nazis in World War II. Like one of the Nazis, he looks at like his uniform and it's got like, you know, he's got like a skull on his um, hat. Basically, they got a whole bunch of skulls. And he just, you know, he goes up to his buddy. He's like, you know, I just realized we, we got a lot of skulls on our clothing. He's like, what does that mean? And he's like, the other guy's like, oh, it means that we're wonderful, we're, you know, that we're on the, whatever, we're great, we're going to help humanity. He's like, are you sure that's what a skull means? He's like, well, I don't know, you're right, it kind of means death, doesn't it? Anyways, and they go through various things, like, what about that thing with the Jews, and blah, blah, and then eventually the guy's like, are we the baddies? Are we, you know, are we, are we not on the right side? Are we the baddies? But, you know, so that'll be a skit. 20 years from now, someone will do a skit and it will be a bunch of uh, NPR journalists sitting around a table making a podcast. And all of a sudden, they'll be like, oh, we just said all the Trump supporters should be put up against a wall and shot through the head. That's, that's good, right? That makes us good people, right? And then the other one will be like, I don't know. Does that really make us good? Are we the baddies? And I want to go out on a limb here and make a prediction. I mean, this is a very strong limb. A, a limb that you could build a giant treehouse on. But, so... Democrats all agreed that Trump was illegitimate because of Russia. Now, Republicans all agree that Biden is illegitimate because the election was stolen. Now, if Trump wins the next election, Democrats are going to say it's illegitimate. They're going to say it was stolen. I think that's just going to be the standard thing that you say about the presidency each time that you lose. Whoever loses is going to say the election was stolen, I think, from now on, probably till I die but at least the next election. Okay, the NPR, one of the NPR guys is saying that, he's saying, oh, you know, a bunch of Republicans think the election was stolen, and he says, you know, even though there's, oh, you know, so much proof, so much evidence that it wasn't. And the problem with that is like, you know, where, 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 where would this Trump supporter go find the evidence that the election was uh, kosher? You know, I think this guy's idea is, well, you go to NPR, just listen to NPR, you troglodytic Trump supporter, you knuckle-dragging, mouth-breathing Trump supporter, go read the New York Times, and then you'll know. It's just, it's obvious the election wasn't stolen. And again, just total lack of self-reflection. Uh, the media has been lying, lied about Trump for four years. So, you know, whatever goodwill and authority they had to tell people the truth 
was completely used up. I mean, they did it basically on purpose. They used up all their authority and were like, okay, don't believe anything we ever say. And then, hey, why aren't you believing what we say? So I've said, you know, both sides believe in conspiracy theories. I mean, there's plenty of, plenty of belief in that stuff on both sides. But here's why I don't have any sympathy for the left, for the woke. And I have a lot of sympathy for the, uh, well, the mouth-breathing Trump supporters. Is that when they, okay, so they do this polling, right? And then like 80% of Republicans say democracy is failing and 50% of Democrats think it's failing. But they think it's failing for different reasons. The Trump, you know, like everyone has their own fet, fet, pet, pet favorite um, conspiracy theory that they like to believe. And so the Trump supporters, they, you know, they got there, the election is stolen, little conspiracy theory, and so they enjoy that. But the Democrats who think the democracy is in jeopardy think that because they hate Trump supporters so much. They think Trump supporters are so evil. So Trump supporters think like, you know, some nebulous, powerful people at the top did something bad, which, you know, maybe not this time, but in general, that would be true. And then the people on the left, they think half of America is evil, you know, that they should be canceled. They should lose their jobs, lose their house. Kids should lose their food. And I think that's a much more evil and destructive mentality uh, for America. I mean, you know, Trump supporters, they're racist, they're sexist, etc. I got no evidence, but I just know they're racist. All right, so they sent someone out to talk to the, uh, the plebs, the peons, the, lo- the local yokels. And so they got a quote from a, uh, whatever, a Republican and one from a Democrat to try and illustrate this divide that I'm talking about. So I'll throw that clip in here. I think the Democrats rigged the election because I saw how all of a sudden the numbers changed at like 3 a.m. And who the hell would vote for Biden? Okay, so that was the Trump supporter. Now let's listen to the Democrat. It's like a, a group mental illness is, is hit these people. I, I can't even wrap my head around it. I cannot believe this is happening in our country. Happening in our country. I am scared. And so, whatever. That first guy is a little bit of a wackadoo. He doesn't sound violent or scary to me. But then the next lady, right? I'm sure she's a nice little Karen. But you know, Do you know how you make people violent? Do you know how you take a nice person and get them to become violent? Well... You make them scared. When people are scared, they'll do all sorts of stuff that they wouldn't do otherwise. And unfortunately, you know, fear sells papers. Fear gets you clicks. Donald Trump is an existential threat. Oh, everyone read that article. Donald Trump's policies are the exact same as George W. Bush's, but with less war. Oh, no one clicked on that one. Well, so they asked people, was the uh, January 6th riot okay? And all Democrats and also all Republicans agree that shit wasn't okay. I mean, people are not really that different other than how they've been manipulated. And so half of Democrats think it was an insurrection or a coup. And then Republicans think it was a riot. And, you know, as far, you know, based, based on all the evidence I ever seen, it was a riot. And so two-thirds of Democrats think that Trump himself and his buddies broke the law and, you know, should get jail time. And Republicans think that he was in his rights to uh, contest an election. I guess in this case, I'll say both sides are wrong on this one. He didn't break no laws, so you can't throw someone in jail for not breaking a law. But on the other hand, while you are within your rights to contest an election, you know, you think that there is fraud, 
You shouldn't go around saying that there's fraud until you got the proof, until you got the receipts. So I guess the Washington Post did a uh, poll, and it was something like 60 to 40. Uh, 60% of people thought that Trump was responsible for it, and 40% of Americans did not. Now, of course, we don't just we don't take a poll of the voters to decide if we're going to throw someone in jail. So it doesn't really matter. So then they move on. Well, what do we do? How do we solve the problems in America so that people can trust democracy again? And Mara Eliasson is asked, and she's like, uh, Republicans need to shape up. They need to stop believing lies and uh, become stop being evil people and become good people. Which is like, anyway, like that has, so basically she just, she's washing her hands of it. Nothing that, you know, not, she doesn't have to do anything. Something that she has no control over has to happen by other people that she hates. And degrades. And, you know, denigrates. Talks down to. Talks badly about. I guess it doesn't occur to her, huh, maybe she should, she should stop speaking badly about some group. And then maybe they would do what she wants. And it makes me think of, like, the Iraq War. Like, a few years after we invaded Iraq and we set up our little... Our little, their little Iraqi government. Whatever, they like ask the politicians or the generals or whatever. They're like, you know, the reporter would be like, how are we going to fix this situation? This whole country is, a, you know, is not going well. This whole situation is not going well. How do we fix it? And their answer would be, oh, well, the Iraqi people and the Iraqi government need to just do better. But, you know, must they do that? Because the answer is they didn't do any better. The thing just remained a, you know remained a uh, shit show anyways it's a, it's a very it's a very annoying wrong or a non-answer and sometimes people say this about like like glenn lowry a guy i love he'll say it about black people it's like well how do you solve the problems of the poor black neighborhoods and he's like well these people just need to do better you know stop having kid, kids out of wedlock and basically those answers don't help you know you need you need to come up with either say I don't know, or I can't, I can't do anything about it, or say I'm going to try and do this thing that will help the Iraqi government get their stuff together, or I'm going to help, you know, black people stay married and raise their kids, but just saying they need to do something, just a total crappy non-answer, so same thing with like, what, you know, what, how do we convince Republicans that Biden won, uh, oh, well, they just need to change their minds, just a terrible answer, so another interesting stat but with no numbers but basically however much people thought the election was stolen a year ago the same amount of people feel the same way today they're not changing time is not making people change their mind all right then they did some polling on uh like election restrictions you know some states are adding you know maybe reducing the amount of hours that a polling place is open or uh not doing mail-in ballots, you know, they did it for COVID, but they're not going to do it anymore, stuff like that. And so, also voter ID, etc. Anyways, it's interesting, watch for this when you, if you don't, if you, I'm looking at you, you know, you know who you are. If you're listening to NPR and they start talking about voter stuff, this is what they want to bring up. They want to bring up, bring up um, voting restrictions. So the reality is, is that Democrats, you know, just your average Democrat, they just hate Trump, and they hate Trump supporters. But that doesn't go over real well. You can't just, you know, you can't just talk about how you hate Trump supporters every episode. I mean, you can talk about it some, but you need to have you need to have something else to kind of uh, to hide the ball to make it look like oh, you're actually reasonable. And so what they'll say is like oh, we just we just really hate you know Republicans 
because of the because they're trying to restrict access to voting you know it's racist black people can't get a id they don't have driver's licenses whatever so i mean that's what they're trying to say what democrats believe but long story short that's not what democrats believe and in fact they say it already a majority of democrats and a majority of republicans think that all these voting changes um are a good idea like I think I, I think I read the other day, 85% of Americans think that you should have to provide ID when you vote. I mean, you know, that includes black people. You know, like woke white people are like, black people, they're so helpless, they can't get a, they can't get an ID. And black people are like, no, everyone should show their ID when they're voting. But so, it's just funny. The woke elite and the actual Democratic voters do not agree on this situation. I mean, also, no one really cares about it that much. But if you force them to care, then they say, yeah, make it harder to vote. And it's probably, you know, probably everyone thinks the other side is doing the fraud. Republicans are like, yeah, make it harder to vote because those Democrats are fraudulent. And the Democrats are like, yeah, make it harder to vote because those Republicans are fraudulent. Oh, and here's the thing I should mention. So, like, it's usually, it's Republican states who are, you know, getting rid of mail-in balloting or whatever. But what they don't know or what, you know, whatever, I guess the, vo the voters certainly don't know, but even the, the politicians don't seem to know. But that, um... Restricting voting does not help Republicans. I mean, it gives the mainstream media a club to beat them with, but it doesn't help them get elected anymore. And in fact, in a lot of cases, it does the opposite. An example of this is Florida, where, I don't know, maybe about five years ago, they let uh, convicted felons vote, you know, after they were out of prison. And the Republicans fought that. You know, the Democrats are like, yeah, we're going to do it. This is going to be great. More voters. And the Republicans are fighting and fighting. Anyways, it did get passed. And it turns out, you know, I think it's because people think that convicted felons are black and then they're going to go vote Democrat. Now, you know, there's definitely disproportionate things going on. But long story short, most of the felons in Florida are white. So they're like poor, they're men, they're poor white men, poor uneducated white men who just got the ability to vote. And they're probably not going to go do a bunch of voting, but if they ever do, they're going to vote for Trump. It would be interesting if people ever realize that it almost, you know, it almost flips the script. And Democrats would be like, you know what, maybe we don't want to have so much voting. And then because of January 6th, they asked, a, they asked a poll question of, is violence ever okay to protect democracy? And they don't say the exact numbers for Republicans and Democrats. But anyways, basically, both of them say no, violence is not okay. Or most, most people say violence is not okay, both sides. And then Biden voters versus Trump voters. Maybe that just is Republicans and Democrats. So Biden voters say, 22% of them say sometimes violence is what you got to do. And 32% of Trump voters say violence is sometimes what you got to do. And this is NPR, so they don't mention that, they don't mention, oh, one in five Democrats thinks violence is a-okay. They're like, 32% Republicans? This is terrible. And, you know, what made me think is like, like, say a Democrats, if 0% of Democrats had said that violence is okay, and then 22% of Trump supporters had said violence is okay, they'd be like, 22%? This is insane. This is terrible as heck. But anyways... When it's 22 on the Democrat side and 32 on the Republican side, then the only number that matters is 32. And I will say, the correct answer is, violence is never okay. I mean, even if you don't think that, that's what you should say. Uh, until the day comes that you gotta do the three S's, which is shoot, shovel, and shut up. Twitter handle, at Religion of Woke, and thanks for listening.